What's going on, bro? Not much. How's it going, man? It's good. It's good. I'm uh, testing out the acoustics of my new place, so uh, here's to hoping that I don't wake everybody up recording. Hey. <laughs> What's going, man? How's your How's your heart? How's How's your soul? How are you doing? <laughs> Um, man, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, it's, it's getting there. (laughs) Um, I think it's always kind of in a, a state of getting there, but it's still good. I mean, it's been a long, busy week. Uh, into a new apartment. Um, and just kind of getting adjusted to the newness of everything. Uh, my wife celebrated her birthday. Hey, um, turn up. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's been a lot going on this week. But, um, you know, we're we're managing <laughs> and just kind of getting Do you like a big it. move and then you've been doing little stuff after that or... Yeah, so we did a big move last Saturday, and then uh, since then we have had to take, like, smaller trips to get things, because apparently a 20-foot U-Haul was not big enough for all of our shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've been, you know, doing smaller moves, and then um, kind of coming to realizations about things that we own that we really like don't use or don't have function for so um we're like we have like four or five boxes that we're having to take to goodwill because uh one there's either no room for it or we just have no use but it's still a constant process I'm looking around now and I still see boxes and um a little bit of, you know, disorder, but it's it's all coming together really well, so. Yeah, I saw a couple of pictures. It looks amazing. That yeah. porch looks dope, man. Yeah, once we, uh, like, really finish up, I'm going to post more, but uh, <laughs> for the sake of my wife, I'll probably wait until, like, she's happy with how everything looks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Good choice, dude. Yeah, my, my, my wife is, uh, is extremely gifted when it comes to making a space um, feel like home. So Mm -hmm. uh, she's been just kicking ass, putting the house together, and we spent money we don't have on fucking house plants and, uh, (laughs) you know, whatnot. House plants are the best, though. Dude, that cactus I sent you yesterday. Oh, my God. It It was five You got it? Did you name it? You need to name it. I'll I'll have to give it a name. I've I've named all the new ones we got <laughs> except for one. We got one with long hair. Oh, long hair, long uh, stems. Yeah, I haven't named it yet. This one's neat. It's called like a fairy tale cactus or something. Oh, that's perfect for you, dude. Yeah. So like <laughs> so dope. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to like make up stories and shit and 
We're talking about like maybe like doing like a small like fairy garden for my daughter. Oh, that's so dope! Now that we're that's like amazing. in our space, um, yeah. wanting to like really be intentional about cultivating her imagination. Hundred percent. It it was like we don't we haven't done a ton, but like we created a little bit of a space for our youngest. Yeah. I mean, and our oldest as well, but like he, the oldest already had a space, but like as our youngest is getting older, um, he's two. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, we've like created a little space in the, in the living room and it, it makes a world of difference yeah. to like have a spot where like, this is where you go to like do your thing. Oh yeah. This is also where you get ammo to throw, but like this is this is where you go to do your thing, to look out the window, to like draw, to do whatever you know, do whatever two year olds do. I actually have a quick shout out. I don't know if it's still a thing, but I have a, a wicker and gold shout purchase. Out. <laughs> uh, uh, what are those things called? What are those things called that you put hot cups on? What is that called? See now I. Completely forgot. You put it on a table, you know. Coasters. You put it on a table. Yes, it's like a wildflower coaster. They're like these antique, vintage, whatever, yeah. uh, coasters that yeah. we I got from Wicker and Gold. So y'all should go there. <laughs> well, how are you, man? How's how was your heart? How's everything? Um, I'm I'm moving. I got a chance to train yesterday. That's all. While that. the the little one. Slept and the big one was just chilling. My wife was working, so um, got to go out in the garage. Everything has a place in the garage now, which is well, that's um, great. Makes a world of difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of like just reading as well as listening around some of these, some of the stuff around the nervous system and things like that, and it's really um, got me going as far as like what. Phys ed could look like, but also just like what my own personal practice mm. can look like. And so it's, um, I think I, I may have mentioned it, but like, and I, I'm like probably still not even to 80% like on the, the nutrition stuff, but <laughs> my anxiety, um, I haven't had an anxiety attack in like two plus months at this point, which is crazy. Um, wow. I'm like, when I, when I get a chance to train, I usually feel good right like through the process of it because I'm doing things that are gonna like feel good even mm-hmm. though they're challenging like feel good um because the, the purpose is there and it's so I've been playing with that and I'm doing a lot of like the cerebral stuff like the just studying and listening and writing and like thinking about it stuff but to get in the, in the gym and have a chance to like really play with stuff um for the first time in a while was really good so nice you know, other than that, man, I'm just reading my first aid cert on on Friday, and okay, you know that stuff. Like, it's it's little stuff, but like, I that stuff's really interesting to me. Nice. Oh, I got I got a little I got a little one. So you keep talking. I'm gonna go grab him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Oscar, that's that's all really interesting, and I think like that would be like a really good place to to park for a while. Um, like I, I'd really love to talk a little bit more about um, just kind of like the full culmination of 
your practices right now and you know just what they're doing for you in terms of big picture Uh, because I can find a lot of room in a lot of areas in training that affect all other aspects of my life I can find um, things about nutrition that are uh, bigger than just the specific foods that I am or am not eating. Um, even like the books that I'm reading and the time that I'm setting aside to write any of that. Like, I, I think that that's, uh, extremely interesting. So, um, yeah, I, it, with, with all that being said, like what, what's kind of like the driving point or purpose for your practices right now? Mm, yeah. Um, I'm walking down the stairs. My hands <laughs> will give me about two Dude, take your time. In the meantime, folks, welcome to the Dead Man's you Coffee Club. Tell people. <laughs> We're about five right. minutes in now. And, uh, We're glad that you joined us this morning, so we'll go ahead and grab a cup. Uh, I'm Anthony Fisher, uh, the wonderful gentleman who is walking down his stairs with his uh, young child is Tyler Fleming, and we'll be talking to you this morning about a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. Sorry. Your cup? You want your cup? Okay, let's do that. Last time I saw it, it was on the couch, homie. Where's that? Here. All right. Where are we at? Dude, where'd you put it? Now, that is fascinating. Let me find this. Um, yeah, so the purpose, I think, behind my training right now is kind of to just... Um, it's, I don't know, I've been talking about it for years, but it's to really build up the structure of my body, but like with a different kind of intent. I'm really um, interested and curious. I think that's kind of the driving force behind it is curiosity. Yeah, there's your cup. Um, I'm just curious about, and I've been curious for years, but like I have a little bit more of a, a drive behind it now. I'm curious about how the human body works, how it functions best, and um, and now I'm trying to kind of maximize the function of my okay. human body. Um, and so, when I really haven't had a chance to train much, but I'm kind of open to open to everything in terms of uh, like movement, but uh, keeping it simple. And I've also been doing a lot of more, I mean, this is the what, like the why, I guess is that I want to yeah. feel good in my body. I want to feel good period. And um, that hasn't been necessarily a thing, mm. even if like for a long time I followed strongman 202 yeah, which is from Deuce and Logan programs that, and and for a while Strength Two Hundred Two, which is they're like fantastic programs, and I could probably still follow those and like 
be be good right now at this point, but for a long time, right? When my anxiety was just mm-hmm. out of control, um, doing that would I get frustrated? Like I get super frustrated. Like this weight's not moving. Da 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 da. Like it says I'm supposed to do this. Like blah blah blah. Like I'd, I'd get okay. frustrated and and feel like the process just wasn't working. This that, and the third. And at this point, it's more about like taking ownership of what the process mm. looks like for me and knowing or not knowing, learning about like how, again, how my body functions and like what are the things that are going to push my body towards uh, a more positive experience, for example, right? So if I, and it's crazy because I used to start with those, my day with those little like sugar cookie yeah. type things, but um if I start my day pretty much with like, which I did this morning too, with like butter and coffee, like I'd put a shitload of butter into my coffee. And so there's a bunch of yeah. fat, right? I, I pretty much operate on that for a couple hours before I'm eating anything else. And, I, and I'm and i still playing with like, how can I add more um, like fatty type foods? But like for most activities in in life, especially like the thinking stuff, the flow kind of state stuff, um, that works for me, right? And then about midday, I'm having like some oats, like some soaked oats, just mm-hmm. like mush, and that helps push me through the day, right? It's easy to digest. I'm like, not, I don't really have to think about it. I'm thinking about food so much less than I ever have been, um, which is insane. And then in the evening, like a bunch of greens and um, a bunch of protein if I'm like able to keep myself chill. And so I guess it all has to do with like the state of the body, if it's parasympathetic or sympathetic, what I'm trying to get, where I'm at that day, et cetera, et cetera. And knowing different kind of inputs that I can try, like different things I can do that can push my body one way or the other, right? Like if I'm trying to amp myself up something like, like a sugary mm. cookie or some chocolate or honey or whatever, and some like, um, more hyperventilating type breathing, like in through my mouth, <laughs> that is going to get my body going in a way that like, if I'm trying to move some fucking weight, I'm, I'm trying to rip a bear's head off. Like that's the move. But if, I'm trying to just be more chill, like in a flow state or like just do lots of like specific reps of a thing. Um, then I'm going to go into it maybe without all the sugar and chocolate. Cause that amps me up really quickly and go for more intentional reps doing internal door. It's like, I'm just playing with stuff and it feels good to, I don't know why I'm on the speakerphone. <laughs> um, it feels good to be playing with stuff and and then kind of seeing overlap with where that fits in with my teaching of movement and strength to young folks and like how even though we can't control like the food that everybody eats and all this stuff like for sure we can teach our kids like biological and otherwise about how your breathing Mm, can impact your nervous system and how your nervous system changes how you digest food and how you learn and all these things like if you're super stressed learning is like not the thing you're trying to do or or digesting food is not happening 
or if you're like super anxious when you're in the gym because you just like think you're gonna fail or whatever then um you know that maybe that's not the best situation and man that it to just like keep to steal like the words of like strong fit one i like to keep going down the rabbit hole and just like uh like turning over new logs and like seeing what's under there and like seeing how things could be connected man it's just it feels fantastic because like what a lot of people aren't or the people who are studying this stuff like in the strong fit community and otherwise i haven't heard oh no not a at lot all. of talk about how and as well as like how these things could connect into public education and how these things connect with like bigger so, so mm-hmm. social structures that like influence how um the food that people have access to and all this sort of stuff uh food people have access to like safe moving places all this stuff you know just basic shit that has to do with race economics. and so man it is just or how schools are structured and who everything right it all is connected which is fantastic right for me because for at least it feels like there's there's more people who like are trying to connect ideas than ever before right yeah also like kind of working with the people the the folks at like project speed to introduce more like skills based movement education around like speed power all these things um specifically with like running and whatnot mostly but um just athleticism in general for everyone you know it's it's a it's been it's 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 a really cool time for me and it feels good to be like curious again you know to to be uh, diving into these ideas to like to nerd out on stuff. And like yesterday was just a little example of like, I was able to get in the gym, which is just my garage, but it's, it's such a blessing to have and get after it in a way that like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling this. Yeah. And actually the thing I wrote on my chalkboard yesterday was if you want to learn, you're going to have to live. That's and like oh, dude, what I mean good. by that yeah. is like you gotta feel stuff. <laughs> you gotta feel stuff. You gotta experience stuff to to learn it, you know? And and because that's I mean, and that's literally what your body's doing all the time is learning mm-hmm. all the time. It's just what is it learning, right? If you go into school, you go into a place and you're like you get a big fuck you from whoever the teacher, the principal, the whatever then like your body builds in this learning thing like oh well when i get here forget that because they don't want me to be here so i don't want to be here so this is like so learning sucks or whatever like then that's just one example but that could be for work that could be for anything in life when you have when you learn something is going to have that negative experience then you're like what's the point i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna bother with that thing and so, yeah, man, I, I guess that's a lot, but like, no, no, I think that's, that's good. That's where, that's where I'm at is like, this is what I like wake up thinking about and go to sleep and like trying to tie together ideas. Um, 
about like how organizations are structured and all this stuff. Like it's all connected. And as a phys ed teacher, as a dad, as a husband, I'm just trying to figure out like how, where can I positively <laughs> impact the world? Like based on now that I know, like once you know something, like what do you do about it? Yeah. You know, kind of deal. Sorry, that was a lot, but no, I'm, no. I'm nerding out in that <laughs> way. And, and I'm glad about that. And I'm, I'm really excited to hear you just kind of have that almost like renewed sense of um, passion for curiosity. And I've seen that in you and I've seen that like growing and having grown for, for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that that is extremely important to the human experience like the notion of, of being open and the notion of being curious and you and I are both reading oh yeah uh, there's this book it came out since the last time we recorded <laughs> yeah we're both reading uh, Logan Gelbrick's uh, book Going Right and you know he even sheds a lot of light on um, openness and on curiosity and you know he, he speaks on it more so through the lens of you know a um, you know fixed mindset versus you know the alternative and it's our responsibility to um, not only take in information that confirms what we feel, what we believe, the things that, you know, speak to uh, our particular convictions or philosophies. But it's also just as important, if not more, to take in information that uh, challenges that, uh, that mindset or that philosophy so that we can grow that thing. Because you may find that the way that you approached nutrition two, three years ago, you know, maybe it was effective in certain ways. But now that you know what you know regarding uh, the nervous system and your, your whole approach is more geared towards like like you in the present, right? Um, like what does your body actually need in the present right now in this moment? You know, you have been able to make adjustments. So you, you have kind of removed this, this notion in the back of your head that, okay, I just like, I got to eat my brown rice and my chicken breast, or, you know, I've, I've got to do this or I've got to stay away from that. Like there is, there's, there's still uh, a certain level of discipline that comes in doing what you're doing, but your approach to it uh, has evolved because of your willingness to be open. Yeah, I mean, and, like, I think, and that applies for, like, anything. And, it, you know, I think, and this is, maybe I'll say it now so that we can, you know, we got we to gotta actually do it, but I think... <laughs> Once we both finish this book, I think we're going to have to invite Mr. Gelbert on, which I, I don't think will be an issue um, for an episode to really dive into some of this stuff. But I think yeah. 
one of the questions I've learned from him over the years is like, how might I be wrong about this? Oh yeah. Right? And that goes for how might you be wrong about anything? And when you are open to ask that question, like how might, how might I be wrong about like this physical education thing? Right. Like I've taught sports for the first time in years, like yeah. ever this year. And like, it was a thing, it was fine. Like we did it and we moved on. And I think that was illuminating for me to be able to learn, you know, that it's possible. Or again, that's just a one example, but like it, it kind of creates a separation where like everything is in this deep personal thing where like you're just, you're just curious. You're just trying to learn. You're just trying to improve. And that, and I think and it's actually, I don't know what my water bottle is, but there's a quote like, oh, there it is. It came uh, in like the little pack of stickers that I was able to get. What's going on, man? How's it going, folks? Welcome to the Dead Man's Coffee Club. We just recorded for about 20 minutes. And You'll I'm never get to hear that. You'll <laughs> never hear it because my cheek hit the end recording button. <laughs> and... uh so this episode, <laughs> um, how's it going, man? Wow, that was Bro. a bummer. I was like, why is he not talking? That's... I said the same thing, and I'm like talking to the microphone. Like, and I was talking. I'm sorry, guys. We're having a technical issue right now. And so it's then I look down, and then the recording's over. Um, man, I am. I'm. I'm good. Oh, I'm in. And I feel like when I say that I'm good, I mean that I'm getting there. <laughs> like, it's, it's this process of, of getting to good, but it's also this process of finding good in, like, the mundane and the difficult and the challenging for sure, dude. Actually, I think we could save that. It's re- it it is it is saving that first recording. So if we want to, I can try and patch these together if you want. Yeah, I mean we, we can tinker with it. We, we can pretend. We'll definitely let it roll. Continue. Yeah. Um. So I think I, you know, I think what I was talking about I could be wrong, but the uh, I was looking for my water bottle and I found it. And there's a sticker on it and it says. Curiosity is the seed for commitment. Mm. I don't know if you heard that part. But that is a quote out of this new book that we're both reading by Mr. Logan Gelbrick. And I think um, what it kind of means is like, I mean, motivation gets you in the door. But like curiosity keeps you coming back over and over and over. Like it gets us recording at five in the morning on a Sunday and, um, you know, all this sort of thing. Like that's that happens because um, we're curious about what this could become, not because right. we're making money off of it. Cause no, God, no. That's not a thing yet. <laughs> but, like, I guarantee our episode, even with the technical difficulty, is better and a stronger conversation today than it was during our first episode. And that's, and that, my friends, is what, you know, it's about. Because we're able to ask, like, how can we make this better? And then act, actually act upon it. And keep coming back to the thing over and over.
Oh yeah, for sure. Like to me, you know, every single episode that we approach, there is that just kind of in the back of your head that like, okay, we've done this for, you know, going into our third season. And so the content, the flow in terms of, you know, our dialogue has has all changed the 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 subject matters that that we've um, discussed or chosen not to discuss. Like it's all evolving, it's all transforming, and it wouldn't have been the case without um, initially being you know very curious about what this recorded conversation could be or could contribute. And I think that 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 goes a long way. Like that goes like you were saying in the previous recording, like with training, with nutrition, um, but also, uh, you know, just with worldview and with parenting, um, you know, I can tell you just like right off that, you know, when it comes to parenting, for instance, like my wife and I have two completely different approaches and, you know, I have to often just like get out of my own way and just like experience my wife's parenting because it's not something I'm used to or I have to read resources that she points out. Um, or even just like look at material that I wouldn't have originally sought out because being curious is what is going to make us more highly evolved creatures. It's going to elevate the experience of life. You know, um, like you've been mentioning about your training, it's already kind of elevating that experience because uh, your expectations and training have changed. Um, and you are tinkering and playing with things that, you know, years past, you, you haven't even considered as being vital parts of training the body. Right. Um, and so with, with anything, I think it's going to be of the utmost value to kind of have um, an open mind and an open dialogue with. Um, you know, having like closed systems in our lives isn't really the answer, right? I listen to a few podcasts with this uh, this gentleman who um, his name's John Booker and he's a uh, he's a mythologist. Um, he is like a PhD in mythology and he goes around and like teaches people like how to tell a better story. But one of the things that he said that I think ties in really well with this conversation and uh, really well with the overall like subject matter of curiosity is um, that he looks at his life um, now as an ecosystem. Um, It's not this like very like 
linear uh, thing where, you know, there's just this, like, beginning, middle, and it's very, like, predictable. But he, he looks at his whole life, his whole body of work as an ecosystem. And in that ecosystem, there are, you know, there are mountains and then there are, you know, rivers and all of this stuff. And uh, as you know, like an ecosystem can change over time. Um, You know, new paths can be forged. Um, A a river can um, change its direction of flow. And so it, it kind of allows for us to have this wide range of experiences yeah, and they all versus right versus just looking at it as very linear where when it's that way everything has this like laser focus that doesn't really allow for much room to the left or to the right yeah. but if you look at that thing as a living breathing um, existence that has the ability to um, to grow flowers and to to rain and to do this and to do that. Like you look at this wide um, variety of um, experiences that we have at our hands as human beings. Um, that really just opens the door for you know for more conversations of what is possible. And what could we be doing um, better? Yeah, and so I think it's like it also leaves room for like it's. Sorry, I don't know if they're gonna be able to hear me. One second, making pancakes. I wonder if that's what that scraping of the pan was. What's that? I said I heard you scraping at a pan. I was wondering oh, yeah, what that yeah. was. Um, so I guess what. That sounds amazing, dude. Um, what what I was gonna say is like it still leaves room for you to be like a to, to like to have one thing that you like really go after. Like my man didn't just start talking about like <laughs> mythology and movies just like by reading one book. Right. He probably read all the books and then wrote a few books and then people started paying attention maybe to the fact that like his area of expertise might help them. And, oh, wait, shit. But now that now I'm helping out with the movies and now like this leads to that and whatever. Right. So like there's still room to be an area expert. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. But with, um, you know, a slightly a slight shift in your mindset, you're able to have conversations with just about anybody about just about anything. And as long as it's not just not a little like bullshit um side talking maybe maybe it is maybe that's what you need that day and maybe that illuminates something for you too but everything turns into a learning opportunity like a learning experience that mm, can afford you the opportunity to grow and evolve and i think um you know that's i think that's really like what we rooted this whole deal in was uh dying daily right and part right. of that is that you have to die to the old stuff like i was i was telling a lady i work with a lady i teach with that someone could take everything i've ever written or recorded or 
every um, lesson plan I've ever created for this movement have idea. And they still don't have me. Like, mm. it would not matter. I would yeah. not care. Would I, would I be like, damn, they're just like, they got my name on shit. Yeah, for sure. But at the end of the day, they, they cannot, they cannot walk into a room and do what I can do. Right. Because they haven't tied together the the lived experiences and had the conversations. Like they didn't get on a plane, go to Venice, wake up at four in the morning, sleep on a couch, like train, do, do, do. Like they didn't do that. Yeah. They didn't work, um, odd jobs where they were moving rocks. And like, that's when they fell in love with movement. They didn't like carry the sandbag on Belle Isle for like every day, mm. all summer. They haven't worked in like their, their their gym that they were teaching in wasn't a cafeteria and an auditorium and carpeted with milk stains on it. Like that, they didn't do that. Yeah. And so because of that, like everyone becomes untouchable in that way, right? Like mm. if, if you were, if you're actually curious and you're living the thing and you're like trying new things, everything helps you evolve and no one can touch you if you're evolving. Like, so that like no one's going to, could so, someone take the dead man, the coffee club name? Yes. Would they be an asshole? Yes. <laughs> but they can't touch this. Like, okay, we'll put a different name on it and you're an asshole for taking it. But like, they can't they can't replicate the uh, experiences and conversations we've had on this and everyone else would know it's fake like so i don't know that, that was kind of a weird ramble but like there's when you're curious about shit like when you commit to just letting yourself be curious about stuff man it just opens up the world <laughs> no you're absolutely right like and yeah, like I think it's kind of this this whole notion of like real recognize real, right? Now, like you know, this is a a lived experience. This is, um, as Logan would have put in his book, like you know when he was talking about like the whole like Russian doll thing, right? It's like dude, you're a faster reader than me. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> you're a faster reader than me. I I enjoy reading. <laughs> I'm probably gonna like reread it once I'm done with it and, and not tell you that I finished. But uh, like it's it's this whole thing that like you transcend and you include, mm-hmm. and so kind of like what we were talking about, like with this whole experience with the Dead Man's Coffee Club, that the shit we were talking about in season one, it was still good shit. But the the heart has evolved. The um the the subject matters have changed because we have have grown and developed. But that doesn't make any of that any less valuable. It's still there. It's still a part of the of the the deep work. It's still a part of this experience. It's still a part of kind of the the culture that we've established with the Dead Man's Coffee Club. Mm-hmm. And so it's still there. It's still very much a part. And without that, there wouldn't be our conversations today. Right. Um, and so, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, where you can't you can't just call something the Dead Man's Coffee Club and then expect for it to have the same weight. You can't call something the movement high um, without that set of experiences that you've had 
that have all culminated in that thing. Yeah. I mean, you can. It'll just suck. You, you can. <laughs> right. You can, but um, it's not going to have that genuine, like, level of real um, that has the ability to, like, impact people. Yeah. The same way. 100%, dude. Why are you such a heathen dog? Why Why are you like this dog? <laughs> What's the dog doing? It's just rubbing on my legs. Like, stop touching me. Stop. <laughs> He's also like, we have a, for those who know anything about dogs, I actually, I don't know. He's a, a doodle. He's like a poodle looking thing, but he's a golden color. And he, uh, he, his hair was cut very short for the summer. And so he's looking like a naked poodle right now. It's hilarious to me. Um, yeah, no, for sure. I think, uh, so what, what's up? What, what are you curious about right now? Like these right days? Now? Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what's, what are some things that you're interested in? Like that? <laughs> I have an idea, but like, um, yeah. So a lot. <laughs> um, and I think with, with curiosity and, and I don't ever want this to be a, a thing where like when we, when we talk that it just seems like shit is just easy and it's rainbows and it's butterflies and it's, you know, all of this like real dope, like purpose driven stuff that, you know, it's just like, we're just out here in the field kicking ass. Like it's, it's not that way at all. <laughs> in most cases, we're just trying, you know, like, I think, I think that's what sets, what sets people apart is the desire to, to actually try. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, um, you know, you, you know, me and you know that I like, I work in an environment that I'm not often just like jazzed about. Like it's work. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, um, I also recognize that at this stage in life, I have a wife and a daughter and I have responsibilities that matter to me. So I want to work and I want to do a damn good job. So one thing that I have been curious about, even in my current job, is how do I um, enact it's like positive change? How am I able to be myself in this place? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's really easy to go into a place and to punch a clock and to do your thing and then to clock out and go home. Um, I don't know if that is really easy, but continue. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's easy to like pass time, but like, yeah, as a human, eventually it takes a toll. I guess oh, absolutely. I mean. But see, here's the thing about it. Like, let's go back to just for a second, like not to to stop this talk about what I'm personally I'm curious sorry, about. I'm sorry. But like, let's just talk for a minute about how many people you know who are genuinely like involved in the work of being curious. 
Yep. Okay. Well, you can continue. you can name continue. them on like continue. one or two hands. Continue. <laughs> and so it's it's you know if you if you have the blinders on, perceivably, are right. perceivably yeah. it is easy because that's yeah. the quality of life that you expect. Right. Um, but if you're involved in the in the deep work of curiosity, yeah, no, it is not easy. And I can speak personally that like that's one of the things that makes my job hard is that I see that in other people, mm-hmm. but I also have so much shit happening in my head that like sitting at a desk for some eight hours a day, yeah, um, really just like messes me up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to like get off the floor. I'm ready to read a book. I'm ready to, sit in the quiet i'm ready to you know get to my wife and my daughter i'm ready to to go and move i'm thinking about the movements that i did in the morning like i'm everywhere but one thing that i have been really really focused on is how can i enact positive change where Mm -hmm. i am because i understand that right now the cards that are dealt um, require that I put my hand to the plow and I do some damn work. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, I accept that. Uh, I accept that I'm not in a position right now to spend every waking hour writing or teaching or doing anything like that. Yeah. But I know that in the space that I'm in, I am still gifted to teach. I am mm-hmm. still gifted to speak. I am still gifted to empower. And that's what I'm planning to do and that's what I am kind of seeking out right now is like okay in in the confines of this organization how can I begin a conversation about movement with this entire 12th floor of people who don't seem to have any value in movement I've been since we moved I've been able to ride my bike to work like there's, there's a bike trail that pretty much takes up like three quarters of my drive mm-hmm. or, or my You're commute right. rather. Yeah. Um, and so like I remember Monday I, I biked into work and I had my helmet on and I had my bike with me and I, I, I was looking for my lock so I couldn't like lock my bike up outside. So yeah. I had to bring my bike like and sit it behind my desk. Yeah. And I just got so many like strange puzzle what looks. the fuck is like, this guy doing it was like it was as if i had fucking come in on a spaceship <laughs> and it, it hit me all at once that man this is a foreign concept to a lot yeah. of these people oh yeah not necessarily like commuting to work but just like literal movement because yeah. you wake up you make your coffee with your like 10 packs of fucking cream and Splenda. You sit at your desk. You, you know, go and you get McDonald's for lunch. You go back to your desk. You clock out and then you go get McDonald's again. Like that's, that's how a lot of people, yeah. you know, operate. operate. Because, because again, if the blinders are on and you're Tastes not good. engaged in curiosity... I'm sure it tastes good. (laughs) Dude, I was telling my wife, this is a side note. um, I can still get down on a double quarter pounder with cheese. 
like I'll feel like shit afterwards and I'll feel like I was a complete sellout. But in that moment, I'd get down. <laughs> the, the last time I had an, another side note, the last time I had something from Dallas, it was like 2014, 2015. I was like doing this hall director thing in Flint. We're on a bus to an uh, amusement park, and we stop at McDonald's because we have a shitload of kids. And so everybody gets their thing. I'm like, well, these breakfast wraps couldn't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast burritos. Man, they tasted amazing. My stomach felt Look. terrible. Exactly. <laughs> All day. Just horrible. But that's a whole another conversation for a whole another day. Yes. I can go on and on about no. that. Yep. And we're back. Um, but so yeah, like just thinking about that, and then I joined a a committee at work, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's a wellness committee, and I'm I'm even looking at the way that that's operated, mm-hmm. and thinking like, okay, how how can this be effective? Yep. Because as it stands, we meet once a month, mm-hmm. we send out a newsletter, mm-hmm. we give somebody a vegetable, and we're like, hey we're encouraging wellness in our workplace because we did this printout and we gave somebody and we gave somebody a bell pepper. Right. So it's like, I'm, I'm really trying to determine now, like how can I be effective? How can I operate in the same things that I have been involved in for years and years and years, the same work that I've been developing in myself for, you know, these, uh, many years how can I bring that here um, and so that's been one big thing so in terms of encouraging movement in, in terms of broadening um, mindset and um, really just like as I'm going after it and getting after the things that I, I love and I care about like planting those seeds in other people and so my little library at work, I actually just started renting those books out. Did any, Has anyone people. taken any? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's reading Dude. The Alchemist right now. So that's, Holy that's... shit. The whole office is about to blow up because... <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean so, that in a no, violent so, way. So I have, I have this, uh, these two bookends, and between those bookends are books that I've read since I've been working at this place. That... It's like 45 books, people. God, no, I wish. Um, But it's books that I've read since I've been at this organization that um, I feel are worthwhile for other people to visit that have have stimulated something in me that have provoked some level of thought. And so I'll just like put them between my bookends once I'm done reading it. And so there is this like, like spiritual, like, I hate to call it like self-help sort of deal, um, but it's it's way bigger than that. There are a few books. Um, one's like an account of the 16th Street Baptist Church bombing in um, Alabama. Um, I have The Invisible Man, which is maybe the most incredible uh, work of fiction that I've read in Just ever. some light reading here, people, um, like, you know. And then Logan's book's going to go up there next. Oh, yeah. But well, that one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Invisible Man going right. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, like, that in itself, like, when you look at that 
spectrum of books. If you don't see curiosity in that, then I don't know what to tell you. Oh, because yeah. I, I have had my my hand a little bit of everywhere trying to understand ideas and trying to develop empathy and trying to, um, yeah. you know, cultivate in myself, like, higher levels of work. Um, so, like, you see me on my bookshelf, but at the oh, same yeah. time... It's a beautiful um, thing. What I instead of just seeing Anthony, it's like I want you to see curiosity because I also want you to be curious, mm-hmm. and I want you to come to my desk and I want you to sign out on this book and I want you to take it to your desk and I want you to read it, and when you bring it back, I want to hear about it. So it's like simple things. Like I am, I am curious about how I can infiltrate this organization and flip everybody who works in my department on their heads oh yeah and make them um you know fine tune uh human beings who are pursuing purpose and not only that but i think the whole movement bit is going to be really important too because um you know i think that there is a particular why that comes with um why we do what we do in terms of being physical uh, Mm -hmm. creatures. But at the same time, like that is going to also just like elevate the human experience. Yeah. Um, And so that's one area that I'm, I'm really, really curious about. I've I've also been focusing a lot on um, my own, spirituality I guess you can call it like I don't have a better word for it unfortunately but um, I have really had to come out of the the tight death grip of um, dogmatic Christian doctrine from the reformed perspective so we're talking like John Calvin Martin Luther um, you know all these uh, dead white guys who um, we essentially credit for (laughs) Christianity whether we want to believe it or not Um, but you know broadening that to okay what what happened before 1500 Mm mm-hmm what does, when you read the Bible, when you read the gospel, what's actually being said? Like, am I just kind of like reading this narrative according to these theologians? Or am I actually reading the narrative for what it is? And what is it? Like, yeah. Is it is it something that I can take literally, or is it something that like has deep value because it's a narrative that um, speaks to a an even larger net narrative? Um, you know, is there value in traditions from before fifteen hundred? Is there value in the Catholic Church? Is there value in the Eastern Orthodox Church? Is there value in African theologians who 
uh, wrote words that white people don't talk about. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Because the church infiltrated Africa well, well before it became European. Right. And I, 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 I say those words with intent, became European. Like, the the church became um, a very um, imperialistic white organization. And so, like, how do we, how do we undo that? Or how do we grow from that? Um, and I think that that happens by including um, and being open and again curiosity because without that you are left with a very rigid set of beliefs no man i mean because i think that's crazy that's crazy cool and i think because you've questioned like some of the things that you held very close to you and like I don't know if people remember, but you've been like looking into jazz and jazz theology and like just all sorts of stuff for, I mean, I guess it's, we're, we're somewhere around a year at this point. Yeah. Um, But actually let's, let's go ahead and put a, put a a plug there. Uh, We came up with the name for the dead man's coffee club. Oh, we did on Easter. Yes, it was last year. Man, that's welcome to one year. bitches. Welcome to one year. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's, the books people read are very interesting. Also, the books left to be read that, Mm -hmm. like, people buy that, like, I'm going to read this because I am curious about it. Um, Like, those are also important. And I think, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump right back to your, like, your workplace stuff because I think you walking your bike in or even just, like, having your helmet, you know, if you put your helmet next to your bookshelf, like, next to your books, Mm. people are going to start to ask about it. And people are going to wonder, like, hmm, does Anthony really ride his bike here? I wonder if I could ride my bike here. Oh, that's funny. You know? Yeah, because that's already happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I rode my bike in, and I brought my bike in, and one of my coworkers was getting on the regular elevator with another lady, and I have to take the service elevator uh, since I have my bike with me. Um, and he mentioned to me that, like, this lady just kind of had this sideways look, and she she mentioned in the elevator, she was like, did he bring his bike here? Did he ride his bike to work? And my colleague was like, yeah, pretty sure that's why he has a helmet on and he's walking a bike in. <laughs> and but but then it like became this thing of like this lady saying, "Well, huh? I've never thought about riding my bike to work. Maybe that's I'll do that." That's a beautiful thing. That's a be- like, and I think that's obviously like uh, uh, to have a title of like leadership is one thing, and it like it comes with increased responsibility around. Like, what are the words you say? How do you carry yourself? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. I think there's also so much value in, like, regardless of what people say your job title is, of just, like, you know what? This is actually, like, this is something that I do is important. Like, your your little library, right? Mm-hmm. That's epic because most people, including myself, right, don't read as much as you do, right? Most people 
read a couple books a year, maybe, but most people don't read a book a year. And to like, to own that and to, um, you know, just like you're leading by example that people see that, you know, it's, Oh, I guess, I guess I could read instead of scrolling a little bit, or I guess maybe I could, or maybe I could go for a walk at lunch. Like maybe Mm -hmm. that would, you know, like in for your wellness thing, like there, there's so many like little opportunities. Oh yeah, to shift. Oh, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be something epic, but like, like it, like it doesn't have to be like everyone's doing CrossFit tomorrow. But little like, things become big things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh, because again, what are you planting? You're planting a seed of cur- curiosity that like oh, and what happens from a seed? It grows, right? Yeah. If it's taken care of, and so if eventually right it becomes a thing that like not only are people like sometimes walking or riding their bikes to work or eating better at lunch or whatever but like oh now the company is looking into standing up desks because they realize that the productivity of people working is going to go better if their desks are adjustable right if they're able to stand and sit and do these things while they're working and they're going to be happier and uh, oh mm-hmm. if we put in more windows then maybe like people would feel a little bit better whatever the thing is like and you're doing that gorilla style you know <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so like that's been that's been huge for me it's just like how, like acknowledging like okay this is where I'm planted right now you know mm-hmm. grow where you're planted um, even if it's for a season and I've been really like practicing like detachment just in terms of, um, like this doesn't necessarily have to be my forever home or my forever job, but yeah. I'm, I'm here right now. Right. And that means something like the fact that I am here and not somewhere else. It means something, it means something yeah. you know? Um, so that's where I am with that. Like, let's, let's slay some big dragons. Like I was telling, <laughs> Shout out to to John Wellborn for that little jam. I I feel like you really dig. I I I do love John. I I do. I I think he's a fascinating human being. I've heard that Jack Street is a really nice program. I've I've heard that that's a good one. I know. I I I know your paper up. I'll uh... (laughs) get that paper. (laughs) Well, like okay. So again, tangent again. I went and I just like I, I just downloaded and printed out like all of the CrossFit football stuff that I could because that's another area of curiosity for me is I want to, I still want to compete in strongman, but I miss being athletic. Yeah. Like, and, and don't hear me wrong. Like, I don't think that it's not that I don't think that strong men are athletes, but I remember a time in my life personally, where I was just a well-oiled machine who could do so many things mm-hmm. in so many different avenues of fitness. Yeah. And I missed that. And so, like, I'm actually revisiting uh, sprints. I'm revisiting oh, yeah. broad jumps. I'm revisiting metcons. I'm revisiting, uh, you know, tailored strength work and building assistance work into conditioning and I'm you know just exploring that again because I remember that for a season it was effective but now that I know all the things that I know yeah I'm sure that I can make um a 
much more well-rounded experience for myself. Here's a question for you from yeah. me. What if like some of the stuff that we're interested in, we just start like, <laughs> sorry, people, you get to your personal conversation now. Um, <laughs> what if we like one, eventually get a we- actual website, but two on that website, we could just put like the books we're reading, the like training we're doing, like the shit yeah. we care about. We could just write about it on there. And I know, I, I know, I noticed you use the hashtag dead man's book club. Oh, like I we plan could on using hella hashtags, but like we could, we could make that a thing with all of it. Like with yeah. the training, with everything, just like where our curiosity leads us and where this conversation is going. Like we can just create that space Absolutely. so that like, that's the thing. And, and then people, Oh, like where, where are you guys talking about that? Oh, well back, you know, this place is called the dead man's coffee club. Let me, let me let you in on a little something. <laughs> oh, man. He's about to, he's about to get y'all with it. I know what he's coming. Um, that has been the groundwork for my library. That has been the groundwork for everything. It's, it has all kind of been in the spirit of what we're doing here. Well, I'm going to buy that URL today. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but you know, like, when when I hashtag the Dead Man's Book Club or the Dead Man's Barbell Club or I didn't whatever see Barbell Club. Oh, I've done that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but when whenever I do any of that or whenever I bring a book to work, whenever I have a conversation, um, whenever I'm moving, like the the spirit behind it is heavily steeped in what we do. That's amazing. Um, and so I think that it's it's all microcosms, right? It's all um, small semblances of this bigger picture. And so for me, the bigger picture is this conversation that we have been uh, having for a year that is still constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. And it's how do I get that conversation out in smaller ways to other people? and introduce them to to that um so you know there's like there's no doubt in my mind that uh the dead man's coffee club and beyond is going to um be something that we can develop a huge deep body of work around and really just like rock bodies with yeah um but i was i was telling a friend of mine the other day because he was just kind of asking how i was and i said three things and i think that this is just kind of um like my curiosity lies in these three three things um how can i be useful to my community Mm -hmm. by that i mean any person that I have unique one-on-one interaction with, be it a coworker, be it somebody at church, be it a close personal friend, be it a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I be um, affect positive change in my community? How can I be present for my wife and my daughter? And back to John Wellborn. How can I slay big dragons? Those have been like, those have been my three things. That's hilarious. 
um, that I've really been just kind of like getting back to. That's what's up, bro. And so I think all of that, all of that is still in the spirit of the conversation we've been having and the conversation that I want to continue to have with you and with countless other people. Oh, yeah. Um, So when it comes to movement, I'm... And this, I'm, I'm sure this, this goes the same for you. I'm not doing this shit just for me. No. When it comes to the books I read, I'm not reading that shit just for me. No. When it comes to... You there, Anthony? No. Hello? You back? Anthony. Sounds like we're having some more technical difficulties, folks. We're professionals. Yo. Hey, you're back. I'm back. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know where I got lost, but pretty much I was just saying that I don't do this shit just for me. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and so um, that is the, like, the, I guess, the motivation for my overall curiosity is how do I be more useful? How, how, can, I, how can I wake people up? Mm-hmm. How can I create in them the same feeling that I have? Um, how can I spark curiosity in my neighbor, in my wife, in my daughter? Like mm-hmm. I think before my before going right goes onto my bookshelf at work, I already told my wife I'm like, look, you have to read this. I know I've been just like boring you with talks of this dude in this gym but you need to fucking read this book Um, because I see more potential in my wife than I see in most human beings on the planet Um, so like and then it'll go on my shelf but um, yeah like I'm just I'm genuinely interested in just cultivating my community my family and slaying big dragons and when i say slaying big dragons i mean um attacking and defeating um issues and uh you know strongholds whatever they be in my way in your way in my community's way in my family's way um you know i'm I'm interested in um, learning more about my true self. I'm interested in subduing my ego. And I'm beginning that work. And that can be seen in the time that I wake up in the morning, the level of work that I do in the gym, the books that I read, the things that I eat, the time that I spend. Like, it should be seen everywhere. My curiosity is everywhere it's it's 
in every avenue of my life right now, um, whether I'm working behind a desk or not. You know, I think that was kind of one of the points I was trying to make was that we have this conversation, but it's not, it's, it's not like this glamorous thing, at least not right now. We, we're still in the trenches. We still have to do the work. You're still, you know, teaching kids how to teaching broad jump babies. in a cafeteria. Teaching the babies. Yeah, so it's like, but at the same time, you can't undermine the importance of that. Because right now, in this present moment, that is everything. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the dog is taking his pancakes, and he's upset about it. Oh, no. The pancakes he hasn't wanted to eat for an hour. Now, all of a sudden, the dog wants them, and he's upset about it. I 100% support you on all of that. My my phone is at 18%. Do you want to do a plug for that new thing that you did? What new thing? That thing that's on the internet. Oh, People can find us. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So... um, if you have you, listened to all four listeners, yeah, all four of you, if if if, if you have listened to the show for any amount of time, we have actually just taken to um, Patreon.com. You can find us not only on Instagram at the Dead Man's Coffee Club. You can find uh, my boy Tyler at at Tyler Clark Fleming. You can mm-hmm. find me at at Anthony Fisher. But more importantly than that. Um, what we really need is um, a bit more support so that we can actually put some legs and some feet to this vision for the Dead Man's Coffee Club. And you can do that through our Patreon. You can go to uh, patreon.com slash the Dead Man's Coffee Club. And there you can actually be a literal part of the Dead Man's Coffee Club um, by contribution. And there are um, tiers and um, different gifts and things that we're going to plan out and, um, you know, reward you for being a part of, um, of what we do and what we're doing. Um, but we would really love it if you would uh, consider, you know, given a little bit so that we can take this message even further than uh, this show so that we can even transcend that to other platforms. So yeah, patreon.com slash the dead man's coffee club. And you can find us on the gram. At the dead man's coffee club, hashtag the dead man's coffee club, as well as hashtag a bunch of other stuff that I didn't know about. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to, like, post all of the hashtags. Perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, folks, I apologize for any technical difficulties in our uh, year anniversary show. Um, but I think that it was a beautiful conversation. I'm thankful oh, yeah. to Anthony for having it with me and for my kid for just chilling out, even though he's he fell asleep at eight yesterday, so he's oh, just man. yeah. He had a good night's sleep. Um, I, I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Uh, it's fairly rare in real life to just 
um, be able to sit and have a conversation with um, folks for an hour at, starting at five in the morning. So I guess an hour and 45 minutes at this <laughs> point, you know, and that, that's, that's rare. And so to be able to do that and even on a semi-regular basis to do that and push each other to like, um, you know, become better humans, build a better world, that sort of thing. Die daily, all that jazz. Um, man, it's it's an honor. So yeah, absolutely. And yeah. for anyone who is listening, whether you visit Patreon or not, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, and please, you know, let us know yeah, that I mean, you listen to the show. Look, if you spend any amount of time listening to us talk, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been it's been a blessing, and it's been really good to be involved in this conversation for the last year and um i have a good feeling that now that we're in this new space uh that we'll be able to do this much more um so i'm actually looking forward to um more conversation uh going forward and more regular episodes and um yeah let's see where this thing goes let's do it all right folks you've been listening to the dead man's coffee club I hope you have a a beautiful day. Bring your coffee strong. Die daily. Peace. Peace.